Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Steel Wars is returning to the Scum and Villainy Cantina on Saturday afternoon, March 10th, for a special podcast panel commemorating the finale of Star Wars Rebels, the weekend of its conclusion. Join a special expert panel to break down the pros, the cons, the ins and outs of the Ghost Crew and their adventures and react to what will be a controversial finale. And Australia Steel Wars returns to the Melbourne International Comedy Festival for three shows over the Easter long weekend. Friday the 30th of March, Saturday the 31st of March, and Monday the 2nd of April, 2pm. Tickets for all these shows are available at SteelWars.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. This episode of Steel Wars features occasional coarse language. If you're around sensitive ears, move along. This is not the Steel Wars episode you are looking for. There are, however, many other family-friendly, clean episodes on our iTunes feed or SteelWars.com. Hey, you guys. It's the internet come to life. Welcome to Steel Wars. I am comedian Steel Saunders and I do love Star Wars. And we are somehow live at Brooklyn's Union Hall. How exciting is that? Thankfully, uh, the venue is pretty full, so the normal nerd inclination to sit at the back is impossible, (laughs) but you still did your best because, yeah, did you want to sit at the front or you're just like, I'm running late and now I have to look like I'm actually into the podcast? You were bullied. Man, you were were gatekept to the front. That is nerd irony at its finest. I've had a, a really fun week in New York. It, it's a great place for Star Wars fans. Uh, one clap for New York. So uh, <laughs> Everyone else is humiliated to live in the most famous place in the world. We're sick of it. Yeah, it's great to be here in winter for a Star Wars fan. If you wanted to know what Coruscant would be like if it was built on Hoth. Tragic. <laughs> What was that bizarre heckle? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, nice. But these guys, they've gone all out. Look at this. They've got a, a painting here of Robin Williams cosplaying as Princess Leia. 
That is a mashup figure that no one wanted. One of my favourite figure customizers is here, the Suck Lord, and, and do not make that one. Do not make that one. What is these? We've got cookies. Ah, oh, gingerbread. Are people just heckling from other podcasts? Is that uh, Emily's here from the Canto Bite something something? That's good. So we've got Wookie cookies. It's a huge day in New York. Very exciting day. I, I went, I guess, uptown. I don't know. I went on a train and got off at a stop. There was a giant protest. And, yeah, I, I got there. I was furious. I was ready to chant along. And then I realised it wasn't against Ryan Johnson. <laughs> Leave that dude alone. Oh, my God. I, I, I find it so ironically sad that people are upset that their hero, Luke Skywalker, wasn't enough of a hero. So they go on the internet and act like a total coward. It's just... <laughs> It is just bizarre. He wasn't a hero, so I aren't either now. So uh, that is great. That is great. All right, well, I've got beer and cookies, so I'm set for my picnic. It's great. I have to say it's, it's so strange to come to New York and come down in this little cellar and, and have people to come see us. So thanks so much for coming out. And the internet's good. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. We are here to talk Star Wars and uh, we've got two really fun guests to talk about it with. So, if we can get a round of applause and welcome from Marvel Comics, one of the editors of the Star Wars comic line, round of applause for Heather Antos! <laughs> That's you. And from The Daily Show, my old buddy, Ronnie Chang! Yay! 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 I can't eat cookies. You can't, you, you can't eat cookies? No, I can't eat the sugar in them, yeah. Oh. Nice to see you again, man. I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Thanks everyone for coming out. This is cool. See, finally now we can talk yeah. without me saying save it for the podcast. I, I know. It's so hard backstage to not catch up. I haven't seen you in, um, what, two years now, is it? A year and a half? I, I think I stayed at your house about six months ago. Yeah, yeah six months? Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen you in six months. Yeah, it's yeah. been a long time. Yeah. Time flies, man. Time flies. Time flies. Yeah. <laughs> so what's going on, Ronnie? Oh, I start, I'm starting this? No, oh. I'm just talking. Oh, oh yeah, talking. yeah. Uh, it's been good, yeah. Who knew... Man, you're doing really well. You can come to New York and, you know, people show up for your podcast. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I do. It's that you're doing great, man. Yeah, it's that sounds like a backhander, but it's not. It's yeah. It, yeah. I just have tone issues. Everything I say sounds like an insult, but it, I'm I'm being sincere. It's great. You see, remember when yeah, Mel like in Melbourne? Would you think you could come to? Brooklyn and have room for people want to hear you talk about Star Wars? If it were, this was from anyone but you, it would be a compliment. I, but <laughs> <laughs> No, it is a compliment. What are you talking about? No, no, because I drive to the end of my street. I live just off um, Sunset Boulevard, which is sort of like... Name drop. <laughs> yeah. Sunset Boulevard uh, in Beverly Hills. What's your area code? Uh, it's not 90210, which is... Oh, it's not? It's not. Oh, okay. But it's just near it, so whenever so I calculate postage... 
I type in 90210. <laughs> so I know it's going to be the same. Right. And then I feel like I'm part of the Walsh family. <laughs> is, that, is that too old a reference or what? Okay, I've, I've got some sweet Melrose Place gear coming up, so yeah. don't worry. You look great for a 40-year-old as well. <laughs> yeah. You don't look like you're 40 at all. Yeah. You, they're young at heart, you know, still skateboarding and, and watching Star Wars and, you know, yeah. The key is, Ronnie, yeah. is to think young thoughts. Really? Well, you clearly succeeded, yeah. Very immature <laughs> thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> It's great. It's great to see you, mate. But I, I do love, like, I, so I drive to the end of my street and yeah. I hit Sunset Boulevard and it's the home of billboards. So I know exactly what, you know, what's happening in the media. And I, your head was there for ah. about a month. So for you to come <laughs> here and go, oh, yeah, you've got like uh, a couple dozen people to get in a, like a basement to hear you talk about your nerd stuff. <laughs> it it I, does sound like a diss. That's all I said, though. I didn't say nerd stuff. I we all say... read between the lines, yeah? <laughs> Again, tone issues. It's culturally, there's stuff in my tone that you are misunderstanding. Okay. You think it's sarcasm, but it's actually complimentary, I can tell you. Yeah. You were uh, going to make one prick of a father. <laughs> no, I'll make an awesome father. Yeah. I could be. I mean, wouldn't you... I don't know. if. What do you think, Heather? What, what <laughs> no, by all means, keep going. This is great. <laughs> How's your week been, Heather? It's, it's not bad, not bad. Uh, you know, uh, made some comics. What, what, <laughs> what comic? So, so we can get the timeline. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So we can do the continuity. Mm. And maybe if people, like, they want to listen to this podcast at, and know what you're creatively doing this week, what comic should they wait for to come out that you did this week to listen to this? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so do you know... Do you, no, like, he doesn't know. Like, like what comics I sent to print this week or what comics are going to be on sale the week that this podcast is downloadable and listened sent to? Sent to print. Sent, sent to, to print. Yeah. Okay, okay. So this week we sent to print uh, Thrawn number one. Which I am super stoked for. Do you remember Grand Admiral Thrawn? Is that Tron as in the... <laughs> Get out. <laughs> what? Th what? Grand Admiral Thrawn. How do you Thrawn? feel about the EU? Which one, which one? Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to the EU, but what, which one's Thrawn? Which one's, what does his face look like? He's blue. No, I don't know. No. <laughs> you are the worst EU fan. <laughs> you are the worst EU no, fan. No, I am actually... I'll explain why I'm the best EU fan, but please go. Yeah. So, well, to the real Star Wars I don't fans on the stage. Yeah. I don't want to mansplain over whatever. I don't want to interrupt what you were saying. No, no, it's yeah. fine, it's fine, it's fine. I wanted to ask, like, what... Is, so, you work at Marvel Comics. That's really awesome. And, um... Yeah, do you sarcasm. Feel like I get it. I hear it now. <laughs> yeah. See? No, when it's, it's super cool. it's directed to you, yeah, yeah, yeah. you thought I was crazy, but then when it's directed to you, it's like... No, yeah, it's not sarcasm. It's not sarcasm. Guys, you are really overreacting to my tone here. <laughs> no, listen, listen to the words, not the tone, please. I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> so, so, um, I, I got a question from uh, Marvel Comics, and this isn't loaded at all. I'm genuinely curious. Like, there's a lot of talk of, you know, trying to insert diversity into superhero characters. But at the same time, a lot of the characters we know and love are just a certain race, you know. And, and it's weird to, you know, make, you know, there's so much history of these characters, like Peter Parker and, and, um, 
That's all I know. No, I know. All, I know. I know. I know Marvel comics. Um, but we, you know, so I'm asking like, if you change the race. Name one other character. What Cyclops, Wolverine? I got that man. Yo, Marvel is my jam. You can't. Yeah. Uh, His jam. Yeah. Um, wh- like, That's how the kids wh- talk. What's your? What's? Wh- how do you like reconcile that then? Like you know, just trying to insert different. You know, uh, you know, not diversity for the sake of diversity, but trying to tell interesting stories with different characters of different backgrounds. When most of the star characters are all, you know, associated with just as as white people, and that's a genuine question. It's not loaded as well. Yeah, like I think I think in the, the working in the Star Wars comics specifically, like yeah. we, you know, Star Wars as a as a culture, as a galaxy, as a universe, has always been extremely diverse. And um, you know, one of my favorite favorite characters that we actually created at the inception of the Star Wars comics was uh, Doctor Afra. Thank you, thank you. Doctor Afra is more popular here than New York City. <laughs> <laughs> it got what a is, better response. What does Afra's face look like? So she, if if they're what color? What color is? So she she would be the equivalent. I don't know. Like there's okay. So there's no. Asian race in Star Wars, right? Like they don't have like you know, because but she's she would be the equivalent of Asian, like she oh, she. You but know. she's not like Kelly Marie Tran, right? No, she. A lot of artists have drawn her a bit differently. There's not been a. She's an Asian alien, is what that's no, very welcoming. She's, yeah, that's well, she's a human. She's she's human. Um, but she's okay. Um, a lot more human than you. Everyone in Star Wars is an alien. So we know alien. when <laughs> she's being sarcastic. Right, so right. It's a big difference. <laughs> right. No, I mean, and I'm not asking that to be like we should change, you know. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. but but I think like for for her, I mean, she she took off. You know, she's one of the most beloved characters in the Star Wars universe right now, and she started in the comics. You know, she's okay. she's in the video games now. She's mm-hmm. um, she's she's getting a Hasbro action figure made of her, which is the coolest thing. Right. It's it's all about creating just interesting, relatable, fun characters. You know where. In in Star Wars, you don't have the the baggage of real world culture, you know, um, sure. as much sure. as, as as much you as have you have out. You always have out, you right? Have, yeah, you yeah. don't have to deal with you know. Well, in America, there's this history yeah. of racism and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right, right, right. You, you know, it's 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 a little different in the Star Wars universe, and so right. I, I feel like you don't have to culturally touch on certain issues that you might in right. you know a normal Star Wars comic. And so yeah, it's all about creating these badass yeah. awesome characters that we have with Dr. Afra with she's, you know, essentially the Indiana Jones of the Star Wars universe right now and she has these awesome kick-ass droids that go on murdering rampages That's that cool. you know, what's not to like. Mm-hmm. Um I-, I could list a couple of things, but uh No one asked you. Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm talking with my good friend Ronnie. Okay, sorry. Continue. Uh, but yeah, and we also created uh, Sanastaros, who was the fake wife of Han Solo, you know, and she's, uh, okay. you know, as Come a on, fan Ronnie. of the we've, EU. We've, we've all pretended we're the fake wife of Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, but you create these interesting characters with interesting backstories, and, and you know, you, you don't make it about the... The culture, you sure. know, necessarily. So, like, is everyone in Star Wars is an alien, is basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I guess when you think about it, it's it's there's no base. Yeah, there isn't like, as much baggage as mm. you know as as there is with real world situations. Mm. I think, um, it, which can make it tricky, but at the same time, can make it a li- little easier to insert 
Um, yeah. So in the Star Wars universe, the N word is a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. For example. No. Yeah. That's not true. Guys, relax. It's comedy up here. Relax. Jesus. The N word is nice, guys. Yeah. The N word is nice. In the Star Wars universe. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was Naboo. No, literally nice. And I see. Oh, it's nice. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I guess what's uh, uh, maybe a bit different from the classic, like the Marvel Marvel characters, like your Spider-Mans, that sort of stuff, from Star Wars is they don't reboot the stories. Do you know what I mean? So you have, which I always found, I'm not a comic book reader. You could say the universe well, is constantly not, expanding. Well, you're not. You could say that, Ronnie, yeah. yes. I, th- I think that, so. A good a good analogy would be like if when you create a new character in the Star Wars universe and like you know start a comic with, with Doctor Afra or um, you know Son of Staros or or any of the new characters that are out there, um, you're not taking any toys off the table. Um, so like when um, like Steve Rogers decided he doesn't want to be Captain America and and Sam Wilson's Captain America now. Now there's this new person being Captain America and the Captain America I grew up with is no longer available to me and I can't read new stories about him. Like To, to those people, a, a toy was taken off the table and, and they don't have access to new stories about that character. Whereas, you know, making stories about Dr. Afra, it's this new character that people can fall in love with and read about. At the same time, you know, we're still making Princess Leia stories. Um, who is another kick-ass lady in the Star Wars universe. And so it's just additional stories um, with everyone's favorite characters. So, How, um, like how did the creation of Dr. Aphra like come about? Like is it you guys at Marvel doing it and then you pitch it to Lucasfilm or does Lucasfilm say here's an idea for a character? Like how does the actual character, like sort of who has the... The Genesis idea. It depends. Uh, it depends on the. It depends on the book. It depends on the writer. It depends on the needs of what's coming out of the time. Doctor Afra specifically um, came from the mind of Kieran Gillen, who was the writer of the Darth Vader series at the time. Um, which, if you haven't read, get on it. It's one of, in my opinion, one of the best Darth Vader stories that has been told. Period. Um, I have to say, I, I was talking to Jordan from Marvel. Uh, we did a podcast yesterday, the day before, and. The moment when he finds out the Luke Skywalker thing. And, yeah. like, you know, the comics, like, because I'm not a comic book reader, I sometimes don't know if I know how to read comics <laughs> properly. Like, to Left what? to right. <laughs> I'm sensing a lot of hostility to me <laughs> up on this stage. But, you know, you've never read. You've never read about the Star Wars universe. You're just a pure visual Star Wars ends with the visual stuff. That's oh, it. that's great because comic that's books have pictures. Well, no, not this guy. needs to move. <laughs> the pictures need to move. No, no, no. I've read Star Wars. You've War- never respected the written word <laughs> of the Star Wars universe. You've always... you never shown the respect. You call yourself a Star Wars fan, but you don't read anything from the universe. You don't even read a Wikipedia. You don't even read Wikipedia. You don't read the... the what's the other one? The Holocron. You don't read any of that stuff. And you call yourself a Star Wars fan, man. Anyone can just sit back and watch the movies. I can do it. Anyone can do this. It takes real effort and pain oh, to read dude. through the expanded universe. For someone that hasn't seen The Last Jedi, <laughs> to say anyone can just sit back and watch the movie. <laughs> it turns out not everyone can. I can't explain why I haven't watched The Last Jedi. It's because I fly a lot. And if I don't save the movies for the plane, I might kill myself. Okay, So I have to save all the movies for planes only. I only watch movies on planes now. That's all I do. 
You don't, you don't understand how much I'm flying, all right? I fly a lot. I fly a lot to a lot of places. I need every single movie. Yeah, that's, that's the truth. How much do you fly? Dude, Sorry? I told I you he'd have some crazy <laughs> validation for not seeing it. It's not, she's like going, oh, he, he's, maybe he's really busy. And I'm like, nah, he's going to have some weird <laughs> OCD reason. I'm kind of on his side with this. This makes sense to Thank me. Thank you, Heather. Yeah. Yes. So it, I, I, f- I mean, it's still crazy you haven't seen it and you no, call yourself I mean, a Star Wars fan. Well, I, I think I'm a bigger fan than most people because I actually believe that the Star Wars universe is the expanded universe. That's the true universe. Okay. Otherwise known as the Legends imprint. <laughs> what was that I little rap microphone <laughs> thing? Says the guy who's never heard of Thrawn. I, I have no idea. I still don't know who Thrawn is, though. I gotta admit. Who so, who are, yeah. who are your Legends uh, characters? Do you know who he is? Yeah. Uh, no, I know the other characters. I don't know Thrawn. I can't remember. I, look, yo, there's a lot going on. He's in him, blue. Right? Yeah, but which one? What What does his face look like? What's is blue. it like a what animal? <laughs> what animal? <laughs> He's ad- a chiss. He's blue. It's a blue human, red eyes. No, I. Yeah. No. It doesn't ring a bell. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Let me Google it right now. Who out here knows who Thrawn is? <laughs> Great. Is he a, what is all he? of you are real Star Wars fans? <laughs> is he a Jedi? Is he a Dude, is he a drunkard? He's, gra- he? He's a grand they a, admiral. They have a job with like with the empire. This is his family dead. What like with the read empire. a book? With the you empire. fly a lot. Read a book. Wait, the bad empire, or the good one, the There's bad only one. Only right? the bad okay. empire. Okay. Well, good and evil depends on your perspective. I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a quote from that movie we talk about. <laughs> oh, who made the cookies, by the way? Uh, Emily, I believe. Oh, dude. Oh, M. Hey, good to see you again. Hey, thanks so much for the co- I thought he made it. I was giving him shit for it. Thank you so much for the cookies. That was very, it was very rude for me to be like... I, yeah, yeah, I was just joking with him. Thank you so much for the cookies. Cat-free household, so you don't have to worry about... Uh, still. Uh, I'll just, just in case. I, I'll, I'll, yeah. yeah. But thank you. Thanks for the cookies. 100% I did not actually expect you to eat them. No, no but thanks so much. Yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks, thank you. But thank you for making it. It's very kind of you for taking the time to make it. You know, there was a cat down here just sitting on that seat before. Well, <laughs> you're, you know, you can't, you can't win them all. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to mess with him. Wait, how do these people know about m- the cat thing? Oh, you talk about it? You prep them? No, because you talk, you you talk about it on Green Guide letters. Yeah, but I've been on Green Guide like twice in the last four years. But what, you? but what great episode? <laughs> <laughs> right, I don't hate cats for the record. I love them. You just don't want anything to do with it. No, them. I just don't want to touch a can and put the, my unwashed hand into my mouth. Is that, <laughs> is that like a? Now I'm like, so now I'm 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 the bad guy. Now I'm the Sith. Oh, oh now I'm the Sith. Because I don't want to touch a cat's butt and then put my hand into my mouth. I'm now. What do you think I do at home? Yo, I'm just saying that's I don't want that to happen. So now I'm I'm the dark side. All right, fine. If I'm if that makes me evil, I'll be evil and clean. All right, how about that? <laughs> So you've got the Thrawn comic coming out. Yeah, Thrawn. Comes Uh, out on Valentine's Day. So, I mean, that's nothing more romantic. Yeah. It's going to be a very special uh, day, Jacqueline. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I have always considered myself pretty heterosexual. Do you know what I mean? Pretty pretty white bread heterosexual. Never been attracted to men, really. But then I saw... A blue man topless in one of the preview images, and the, with the rock star hair. Oh my god, he yeah. is like if you haven't seen this image, Thrawn is like on that planet where they find him in the book, 
and he's topless and he's all rugged and whew, give me a bit of blue. <laughs> that may have come out wrong. Um, I, I saw an interesting tweet of questions you've been asking Matt Martin about what yeah, you can do. Yeah, well, so I've been so I've been pitching a Thrawn book for three years at Marvel. I've been trying to get him to let me do a book about Thrawn. He's one of my favorite Star Wars characters, and I know he's a uh, fans of the EU are big fans of him. And most I, fans of the EU, real fans of the EU, are fans of him. Um, and uh, can, you, can you Google him and? Show me as well. Show, show the picture. Find also, the are you picture. the uh, are you the woman who can set the canon for Thrawn? Can you? Yeah. Can you make him have two dicks if you wanted to? Uh. <laughs> like you could, you could just go. This guy has two dicks. Who says he doesn't? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He could have two dicks. We don't know, right? Okay, just checking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, um, I I need I need that information for later. It's cool. it's important. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, it's when I finally got the green light to to do this book I was over the moon and uh, the entire team is huge huge fans of him and, and Luke Ross right away started sending all of these images of you know Thrawn's been exiled on this planet for so long blah 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 should he have long hair I'm like yeah yeah he should totally have long hair and, oh uh, I don't know that guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Nightcrawler he's better he's better than Nightcrawler but he does visually look like Nightcrawler was no, that racist wrong. To call him to say he looks like. Are you saying all blue people look <laughs> the same? No, I'm just saying he happens to look like another n guy called Nightcrawler. That's all. Okay. In a different universe, yeah. They all the same to you. <laughs> all these blue guys. So who's this pop? I'm sorry for interrupting. I'm sorry for interrupting. You yeah. should be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I tweet. I tweet. I I think I actually texted Matt uh, when we were looking at character designs because I was like, oh, he's been exiled. He has this long hair. Like, shouldn't he have a scraggly beard too or something? So I just text Matt. I'm like. Do you just grow facial hair? And apparently it started this huge debate inside Lucasfilm story group whether or not Chiss can grow facial hair. Um, I, I picture, you know, Matt Martin getting home after a hard day and just like going, oh, it was grueling. <laughs> <laughs> facial hair, no facial hair. I just, I'm going to have to get in the tub. And it was decided no facial hair. Um, but uh, yeah, this this past week they ended up having to come up with a name for an alien species that apparently had been seen but had never been named. No, it's not the Yoda species. For those of you wondering if that's <laughs> finally got named, but yeah, it, it's it's weird. Like asking story group these questions um, and and stuff that has to they have to decide on the spot for the comics. What is it like? So that the Thrawn comic is uh, like a retelling of the book, right? Yeah. How is that as far as, like, is that fun to reproduce, like, a storyline compared to, like, doing an original story where you can sort of go wherever you like? It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a different puzzle, you know? It's a different puzzle to solve because, uh, you know, this, the book is told from one perspective and this is our opportunity to show things that you don't get to see in the book and show things from a different perspective, from a different point of view. Um... And it, it's, it's just a lot of fun to explore what moments we get to show and how we show them, especially for someone who is so tactical like Thrawn, you know, um, who, who's always 10 steps ahead of you and getting to show that out in a visual way um, without having the narration that you get in the book does make it a bit challenging, um, but it is a lot of fun. And we, uh, Jody. 
uh, Jody Hauser, who's doing the adaptation, and I have uh, worked very closely with Timothy Zahn, who wrote the novel, who created Thrawn the character, um, to explore new scenes and new new stories that that weren't told in the book to give it a lot of uh, original material, which is going to be really fun. Tell me about Eli. What do you want to know? What does he look like in the car? He is like my favorite new character. I, I love yeah? him. I just, I really, um, yeah, I just think he's a really cool everyman character. I, uh, he's, he, he's <laughs> a lot of fun. Um, he hates Thrawn at the beginning, um, which if you haven't read the book and don't know where it goes, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, he's he's that guy who gets basically assigned to Thrawn as Thrawn is on this great trajectory towards greatness, and he hates, he's so resentful of him, um, which kind of is fun yeah. to watch, like, which makes me feel like an asshole because this guy <laughs> feels like he's being tortured. Yeah, because it's like they can't get to him, so they sort of punish him instead. Right. Like he sort of like gets all the grief yeah. that they want to give to Thrawn, and he's he's so nice. He's so nice. He's so nice. No, he's he's. Does he have facial hair? He does not. Oh no, humans can't grow facial hair either. Oh, okay, nice. <laughs> You'll never be a Star Wars character. I'm sorry. Okay, all right. Well, there's still time. There's still time. Maybe. <laughs> If there's a Star Wars comic set in the 90s, um, <laughs> I'll fit in perfectly. Listen to Word of Mouth is normally the number one way that podcasts gain new listeners. You probably find out about this podcast because you saw a post somewhere on social media. If you are enjoying this episode and you want to help the podcast stay in production, please pod it forward. The new episode announcement is normally always tagged to the top of our Twitter and Facebook feeds. And if you can take a few seconds to retweet and vouch for this or any other Steel Wars episode on social media, I really appreciate it. And as thanks, I'll keep making it. Also, if you're on iTunes, it really helps us on the rankings and to get new listeners if you drop us a sweet five-star review and vouch to potential new listeners that we're doing good stuff. And hey, it makes me, your little podcast creator, feel warm inside thanks so much but let's go back to the beginning heather and and what was your first memory of star wars my first memory of star wars uh i'll share my first good memory of star wars uh so i grew up my dad grew up showing me all the movies um the, the original trilogy and everything but i don't really remember watching them my first true memory is when Phantom Menace was coming out. Um, I was seven years old. And <laughs> sorry. <laughs> great, great movie. Love that movie. It was great. Uh, but I was seven years old, and you know they have all the toys, all the marketing, all the books, and I was getting so excited uh, for it. I read a bunch of the books before the movie came out, and we got to see the movie. It's a field trip. In elementary school, they took it's like an end of the year thing. They took our entire class. <laughs> I got to see, I got to see all three prequels as a field trip for school. Oh my god! My school took us to like a stamp exhibition. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see Star Wars. It was great. And there was no Star Wars stamps. If those wondering, <laughs> it's just planes and you know, you like when you're in school and you go somewhere and you get amped on it, and it's like. There's these stamps that are worth, you know, like $100,000. 
So I go home and start checking the mail and it's like, <laughs> no, none of these. It was, it, was, it was a huge letdown. Yeah, so we went and saw Phantom Menace uh, for school and <laughs> I love that people laugh at that. <laughs> hey, listen, the kids have got to learn about the Clone Wars somewhere. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's super important history. But yeah, so I went and I was just like infatuated by this movie. I, I loved it so much that when the class left the movie, I hid in the theater <laughs> and stayed there and watched it all day. <laughs> wow. And I got in so much trouble. <laughs> but it was worth it. Here we are. <laughs> but they let me go back to see Attack of the Clones, which is the greatest part of it. <laughs> like, <and> they <laughs> Have you, like, on a leash to get you out on the way out? <laughs> well, I, I left willingly after Attack of the Clones. Oh. Oh. Damn. Damn. When did you... Because I, I always tell this story about... I, I was a Return of the Jedi kid. Do you know what I mean? So, like, and I just... You're old, yeah. 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 And, and, and to use one of Ronnie's hip street slangs, Ewoks were my jam. <laughs> And it wasn't until the mid-90s that I found out at a convention when they were mentioned during a panel and people at the back booed that people... Like, it hadn't, I hadn't comprehended that it was possible to not like Ewoks. Like, it was... <laughs> it, well, I couldn't fathom that. But wh what was it like... You know, you've, you've, you've hidden in the, uh, the theatre. You, you've risked your um, educational career to um, see Anakin Skywalker one more time. What was it like when you sort of like, hey, other people don't like this film as much? I mean, that's on, that's, I don't know. It doesn't bother me. Like, that was my opinion yeah, as well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I looked around, looked at them and just went, eh. <laughs> yeah, I like it. That's cool. Like, it's, it's a weird thing for me going back and watching it as an adult, it's, uh, especially when I had to rewatch re it for uh, Star Wars Minute. Because um, it's my, because when I did that, you know, you're like... <laughs> <laughs> Very uncertain, you're, uncertain you're, clap there. Yeah. You're, you know, you're, you have to like hardcore analyze it minute by minute for that. And, and so I'm rewatching that. And it was a weird moment in my head. That idea will never catch on, by the way. Never. Um, that there's a certain nostalgia to fa Phantom Menace for me that I like. I just, I know this movie is not a great movie, but I love it so much because it's what truly brought me into the Star Wars fandom as a kid. And then I'm sitting there and watching it and I'm just like, this is so bad. <laughs> but I love it. What, attack, are you talking about Attack of the Clones? Phantom Menace. Phantom Menace, yeah. 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 And the CGI grass, it's beautiful. Right, right. right. Love the CGI so grass. So what, there's been nine Star Wars movies now, right? True. Okay, yes. And then three of them were awesome. And then the, ne the, the prequels people seem to not like. And then, then so it, it balanced out the force. Yes. Right? We balanced out the force of stuff. We, we loved it so much, and we had to balance it out by shit we hated. Three movies we hated. And then now it's been coming out drip drop. Like, the first one came out, uh, Force Awakens. People lo loved it, right? I think people loved it. I don't know. I, I haven't read the blogs yet. but uh, Well, have you seen that one? I have seen that one. Okay. I liked it. But then, uh, you know, I don't know how these, you can't please all these fucking people. What anyway, flight? Um, uh, so my point, my point hey, is. What, what flight are you saving the blogs for? <laughs> So my, so my point is... He's going to read all of them at once. <laughs> <laughs> Force Awakens, people liked. And then Rogue One, people... I love Rogue One. And then to balance out the Force, we needed an, one that people apparently don't like. So apparently this next one people don't like. Last it's Jedi. very polarizing. I've, I've so never seen... What I'm saying is that I predict the next one to suck. 
okay. to balance out the force. Yeah, <laughs> keeping with the. So like it's, next it's one, next one being Han Solo. Wait. Whichever one comes out, which, oh, which, what's come out next? The Han, Solo. Han Solo comes out in May. Okay, well I hope that doesn't suck, but going by mathematical analysis, it won't. But <laughs> <laughs> by mathematical force, it's analysis, just science. Yeah, it's science. It's just, it's just science. You can't like, like normally I'd step in and go, oh, a lot of people like the prequels, you know, there's a lot, of, but then your logic is so sound. I'm just like, let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> let's just move on. I um, to yeah. what? We're talking about Star Wars here. And all you do is watch the movies. You can't move on from anything. Because your whole canon is the movies. What are we going to move on to? The EU? You want to talk about EU? Oh, we can talk about the Rebels or the... What's that cartoon? Attack of the Clones, yeah. The or Clone Wars. Clone Wars, yeah. Clone Wars, yeah. What? Big EU fan, this guy. <laughs> That's not EU, though. That's canon. That's part of the canon. Oh, God. Yeah. You've just been... You've got played. You, you've been rod-splained. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What is your first memory of Star Wars, Ronnie? Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's you, me bitching to you about it. That was my first memory. Um, uh, first memory, I think it was. I was a young child, age seven, on a flight yeah. to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember watching. Oh, do you really care about my first memory? We gotta talk about the future. We keep talking about the past. Here. I, 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 we talk about the future of Star Wars. Keep just reminiscing. Tell you a little memory. All right, I think it was. I was like four years old. And I was living in America, with my parents, and then uh, I remember the scene where it was cold, and then the AT and T walkers walked across, <laughs> and then the AT and T yeah, AT and T walked yeah, yeah, across, they were, they and were then sponsored. the it was, yeah. it, was, and the, it was product and the, placement, and then the Verizon fighters Ver came in. <laughs> the Verizon came in, and then the guy with the orange sleeves. Who was Luke? He did the he spun around the legs and then the thing fell and then he cut open some other animal and slept inside his intestines. That was my the, first the memory. The cutting of Star Wars. open happened yeah. first. Yeah, but I well, whatever. Your memory's wrong. Yo, I, I'm not. We all remember things differently. All right, so um, he jumped inside the intestines and then next thing I know, there's teddy bears on the moon and that's that's my first Star Wars memory. Yeah. That part. And right. I loved it. I loved every second of it. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. And then from ever since then, I've been a huge Star Wars fan. <laughs> and then the guy got burned, and then, yeah, it was sad. And then I remember when he burned his dad, it was sad, yeah. Because they burned him with plastic, and I was thinking, man, there's so much toxic in the air, because he burnt the... Darth Vader's mask was still on him when they burnt it, and it releases on these toxins into the moon of Endor. Was it the Endor moon? Yeah. And it's killing all the plant life that was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you, so you shouldn't burn plastic. Is, yeah. you know, it's not a good message to send to kids. And you don't you know? want to touch Darth Vader's don't face touch and put that, your hand in your no, mouth. No, that, that stuff is carcinogenic. You don't want anything to do with burning plastic on your... Yeah. You know, you, you don't burn plastic in a forest. It's like the ultimate insult to <laughs> Mother Nature or Mother whatever the, whatever you call the, the, the goddess of en the environment on that moon. Mother Medichlorians? No, Mother <laughs> Endor. What's the moon? What's that moon? Endor. Endor, okay. The mother of Endor. Whatever. whatever it is, yeah. there's, no, there's no e equivalent. There's no analogy for Mother Earth in... Star Wars, because there's too many planets, so we can't, yeah. You have managed to describe Star Wars worse than Ash Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what, but I'm an actual fan. Ash doesn't give a fuck. I actually care. Look, I know this is a, uh, it's hard to reconcile the tone and my emotion towards it, but I, I promise you I actually do like Star Wars. <laughs> I do. I do like it. I like it so much I read the EU, even though I hated it. I still read it, yeah. <laughs> 
That's a real fan. Real fans, look, like I said, anyone can sit through the movie. You don't need effort. It's just like that. What? All you need to sit through movies, all you need is an ass. That's all you need to sit through movies. All you need is an ass. Just for those listening at home, Roddy's act out of someone watching a movie is with it's their just slouching back wide apart wide while apart, they look at the roof. Man spreading. Man spreading as you look down. I don't know. I don't occasionally know if you do from your photos. phone, looking up from your phone when you can at the plot. I don't know if you do photos for your downloads for your podcast, but that should be it. You need to start this is now me watching with this snow, one. Every snow. Wait, this is how you advertise every. And by the way, I'm not forward. reading messages. I'm at, all on Facebook. I'm actually googling what's happening on the screen so I can read the Wikipedia entry for this character. That's actually what I'm doing. So, you know, you guys are too judgmental. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so um. <laughs> Oh, you, do, you, do you have good seats on the plane? Because the seats, <laughs> they wouldn't go back that far. Where I'm sitting. Okay, I'm where okay. I'm sitting. I've, 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 I mean, yeah, look at the leg room he's got. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> very, very nice. You're it's on those like beds, that. aren't you? No, no, no. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a premium economy kind of guy. Yeah. It's a nice balance between uh, the extortion that is business class and the torture that is economy. It's just getting between that the premium economy. And, yeah. Yeah, everyone, people, someone agreed with me. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a huge Star Wars man, man. Yeah, I love it. So, what are these... Love if you haven't read about Grand Admiral Thrawn... I'm sorry, I don't know one character. Oh, no, my God. He, Just on no, my ass he, of this. But the I'm thing Donald is, a blue guy. I'm sorry. I'll go back and read about him on Wikipedia. He's the, ori- he's the original EU character. He's the character that kicked it all off. No, the, the EU thing for me... EU is about the aliens from Vietnam that came in... The Vudong, they had Vietnamese names, and then they came down. The, that's the EU. What's, what are those guys? What are Vietnamese named aliens? The Vudong fam, the new ones. The new ones came from another galaxy and killed like 130 billion people. That's the EU for me. Yeah. That what was, a happy story. Yeah. <laughs> It's very uplifting. And then at some point, Han Solo's uh, son unified. Oh, someone's attacking me on stage, bro. I oh, know, just we'll go with the fuck it one. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth taping, let's be honest. <laughs> oh, no. I, actually, when he said that, I was like, we've got Ronnie doing the legs apart thing on tape. That's, oh, that's, that's all it. That's all we need. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. Wait, so are you still, this isn't a podcast anymore? This is just us in a room talking now? No, that's just the video. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're still recording. Why, why didn't you prep that better? Well, you think this podcast was going to be a 45-minute... I don't know. I, I don't know why. I thought there was like eight gigs on well, it. All right. Well, I'm just saying. All right. Anyway, uh, so... The uh, man spread <laughs> took up so much space. Yeah. <laughs> what was, was I talking about? two dicks. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> what was I talking about? The Oh, yeah. The Vietnamese aliens. Yeah. So... <laughs> then, then Han Solo's kid unifies the force when he's fighting them off in a doorway. Yeah. And it turns out there's no light and dark side of the force. There's only one... Yeah, that's his one interpretation. One doorway. Yeah. Am I right? Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I technically am right. Is anyone brave enough to tell him he's wrong? <laughs> no, no. I, I mean, that sincerely, I think that's what happens, right? Yeah. He unifies the force. The Vietnamese people Yeah. The, the Vietnamese people came, and then... The Vietnamese aliens, let's be clear. The Vietnamese aliens came, and then they're not people. Why are they... 
they're, they're bugs or something. Yeah, the bugs, but then the names were like Vietnamese. It was like Vung, Vung, Duong, Nguyen, Fans, and they ate a lot of fur. You know, yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm losing, losing the crowd here. What was the actual name of the aliens in the Yuzong Vong. Yeah, that, that's right. Yeah, true the, fan. The, the trans, yeah, the tran. That's a Vietnamese name. It's a Vietnamese name. Relax, everybody. Jesus. Tran is a Vietnamese name. Um, Vo is also a Vietnamese name. Anyway, those guys came and then they killed all people and then, yeah. Han Solo's son had to unify the force before he died. Yeah, and that's basically you. <laughs> The basic EU. You're great at describing these things. Yeah. And um, I think through that description, you have sold a few books. Yeah. I think people are going to rush out now. Rush out by <laughs> Oh, spoiler alert. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are they still continuing the Legends imprint? Are they going to keep expanding Oh, that's that? a very sensitive topic. Well, we're reprinting all the Legends yeah, comics. Yeah, reprinting. But, we're, gonna but we're not like doing new stories. Oh, that and yeah, that's ended. done. Anything new uh, stories... Any new stories that that are being produced in novels, comics, yeah. whatever is is all the new canon. Oh, that sucks. So, that I legends in. I'm sorry, the not the new canon, the actual canon. Right. So the fake universe, <laughs> as I call it. So the alternative reality, the real reality so is EU. EU forever, guys. No Brexit. EU forever. <laughs> EU, EU. The EU was the best. <laughs> I'm not sure if you know about this, but when they, they, they said they were going to stop making the EU books yeah. and they were going to sort of clear the timeline, they're still going to print them, you can still get them, yeah. but we've got to clear the canon so we can make these new movies. Okay. And, and so otherwise... I remember that. Yeah. And some fans, very uh, vocal fans, got very upset about that. Yeah, I was one of them. Were you involved in this? A group of fans pulled their money together and put up a billboard where people from Lucasfilm were driving to work <laughs> saying, bring back the original EU. Were you involved in this, Ronnie? <laughs> no, but I wish I knew about that. I would totally gotten involved in that. <laughs> yeah. I would put money into that. I would retweet it. I would do what I do. What I need to do to get that EU back on track. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since the EU left, this, this galaxy has been going downhill, I gotta say. I've got to make the Star Wars you know, galaxy great again. <laughs> you heard me. So you get this new canon, rewriting characters, rewriting scenes, saying stuff that happened didn't happen. Someone cloned Luke Skywalker's hand and created the Emperor's hand. That stuff happened, okay? That's the reality for me. Hey, um, this might be a shock, but none of it happened. <laughs> did you read any of it? Yes, I know who Grand Admiral Thrawn is. Yeah, but is. did you read, did you get through everything? Did you read all of the imprints? No, once they got onto that bit that you liked, yeah. with like the... The ant men coming to attack. Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, I'm, this. I'm checking out." Why? Because it was just—it was too far away from what I liked. It was. It just what did you like about it? the humans? The humans in Star Wars. That's what you, you don't like. The you don't like aliens coming. You want I love like the aliens. Ewoks are my favorite. No, let's, uh, no, but seriously, I won't push but, you on this. Like the but story just—it it sort of got so far away from the film, right. That it was like, it was like thirty books. And this isn't a loaded question, but did you just want the films again? Is that what you wanted? You no, didn't want like a new thing? I was I I would read the books that were sort of around the films. So they'd like come out with a book, you know, say about Grand Moff Tarkin. Right, like like, like Wicked, the way they roll around the uh, Wizard of Oz. Yes. Like shit that happened in yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. So it just got too far out to where there was like all these characters that I wasn't really connecting with. But did you open your heart? 
<laughs> to try to connect to them, or did you go fuck this? It's a not Jedi movie. has no attachments. Yeah. Yeah, but this guy is. But unlike <laughs> other people, instead of like so many attachments, the plastic to his wife to his cats, the opposite of Jedi. Why is plastic first? <laughs> <laughs> Jackie knows what I'm talking about. I just got called out for being attached to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a call out. Again, you're taking this tone thing really badly. I gotta say. Maybe the problem's more with you and how you deliver nah, these sentences. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't tell if the crowd really hated my uh, Vietnamese uh, aliens thing. They really... They, they, this, this, this is a very supportive crowd. <laughs> no, they're very PC, is what I'm saying. Yeah, they don't like that. I understand. I'll, I'll make that joke soon. Maybe some, or someone's like, it wasn't a funny joke. All right, that's fair enough. <laughs> it's the first time for everything, Ronnie. Yeah. Who was your character? Uh, Thrawn, probably, honestly. Thrawn. God damn it, this guy is just <laughs> killing Thrawn, me. Thrawn or Tarkin? Is this the Thrawn podcast or is this <laughs> yes. a Star Wars podcast? Keep going back to this fucking guy. Read how, a book, how pivotal, how pivotal can this one dude be? He kicked off the EU. But you hate the EU. No, no. If it wasn't for him, you wouldn't have got your little ant book. Why? Did he open the portal for the aliens to No, come he was what? just... <laughs> What did he do? He was so popular. What did he, he do? He sold so many books. The books about this character were so popular that they went, hey, we're just going to make books forever. I don't know about this guy. Fuck. That's what we're all thinking. I, I <laughs> must have brain damage or something because I would have scanned his name in the... Anyway, in my five minutes uh, before I did this podcast when I read the Wikipedia page for Star Wars. <laughs> no, I, no, I can't remember. I remember. Anyway, all right. So Thrawn, all right, we get Thrawn. Can we can we talk about Star Wars about something about Star Wars that isn't Thrawn for? All oh right, God. all right. If, if, I'll, I'll pick my favorite movie character so you know who I'm talking okay, about. Okay, go. R two D two. Okay, great. There you go. R two D two. I like the what's the robot the black the black robot that kills people, the big uh, one the war drone in K two S O from guy, Rogue One. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. Yeah, you you have very similar personality. <laughs> K. <laughs> what, what's his name? K two S. He also has a problem with tone. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. You're the you're the K2. Yeah, How come the rebels the never made their own war drones? I don't know. I guess they didn't have the uh the resources. They were, they were people. That's the whole thing. It's like they're Why they're make their own when you can reprogram the Imperials? True that. Cuz that's true that's that. just tough. People die doing that. It's tough to reprogram those things. It's not Yeah. No. And these old comic about reprogramming this thing. You can't just walk in plugging the USB and this, you know. <laughs> That, no, but that's like, kind of what they did in the comics. Yeah, but it takes skill. You, ca you can't just walk up to one. Hey, hey, listen, I'm just gonna just put this in you for a second. Just chill out for a second. Yep. All right. All right. Yeah, we're good to go. Let's go. <laughs> it's not a could. city bike. <laughs> <laughs> but what is um, one of the most defining characteristics of R2D2? He happened to be in every fucking scene in the movie for no. some reason. In every he's like Forrest Gump. No, he's he's the Forrest Gump of Star Wars. He's in every single every single moment of any meaning in Star Wars. For some reason, R two D two is there. Well, do you want you want to know why? Why this is why I like R two. Okay, this is why because every other character in Star Wars gets you into trouble. R two R two and Chewbacca are the only characters that get you out of trouble. Oh, that's a great that's great insight. See, that's the kind of Marvel. That's why I like R two. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Well, that's why in the the Last Jedi, people are down that R two's not in it enough. I agree. But what he did was so important. Like he saved the galaxy yet again. He was the, the one that yeah. inspired Luke Skywalker to get back Spoilers, into. Spoilers: Ronnie hasn't seen the movie. Wait, are we talking about Last Jedi? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
The, the thing about I like about you watching it on the plane, yeah, you're really get the cinematic experience. Yeah, you're really paying credit to the artists that do all the effects and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you're seeing it on. Yeah, yeah. You, you get that close to your face. Is really oh, but you, I forgot yeah. premium economy, premium pretty economy, big screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> So weird. So weird. <laughs> the the war drone, yeah, that guy. Mm-hmm. That guy's great. Yeah, I really liked him. I, 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 did, did they bring him back in the Last Jedi? Nah, dog. Oh, damn it. It's it from a different well, timeline though. Like it's from a different. Like he different was. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. He was from before Oh, that's right. But they had that shit before the Death Star, and then what, after the Death Star, they're like, ah, we don't need these <laughs> robots anymore. Like, what, they became obsolete after you invented the Death Star? Like, why was he before, you know what I mean? It's like having iPhones before uh, Apple IIs. It doesn't make sense. Like, you get that. Yeah. That's a nice little tech joke. Heather and the team from Marvel, they incorporate some of these things into, like, the future stories. Yeah, so so next time you go Lucasfilm, say, hey, you should bring back the KST-1000. Bring it back and, yeah, those things are good. Imagine if you rang up and said that. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back the KS1-2000. I'm half tempted to call Pablo up right now and just put him on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got some great ideas. Listen, listen, Pablo, listen. First of all, you need Vietnamese aliens, all right? First of all. Okay? I don't want to see a Han Solo movie if it doesn't have the Vietnamese aliens who, uh, so for some reason, can't be detecting the force and their skin can repel lightsabers. Okay, that's number one. And number two, bring back the KST-1000, uh, the big robot with the gun. Yeah, bring that, bring that back. Yeah, bring back the sarcastic robot with the gun. Yeah. Okay. See you later, Pablo. See? That's my that's my pitch. Episode nine, right there. Nice. Yeah. It's gonna be so good. And uh, so what's good. the what's the one that everyone hates? The guy with the from Phantom Menace. Jaja Binks. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. What about him? Yeah. <laughs> Red Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, he he wasn't very good. I guess my point. That, that, that's just that's just a random comment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're gonna be real good on Twitter. <laughs> what about background characters? When I hear on this podcast. What about him? Who's your fave? Up the back, chilling. Wilbur Hood. Ah. Do you know who Wilbur Hood is? Yeah. <laughs> Who is he? Wait, wait, what? Give me the color palette. <laughs> That's how I identify people in Star Wars by the color of their face. Yeah. Black and white. Black and white? No. <laughs> I, I have no idea what that is. What does he do? What What does he? What's his job? Who killed his parents? What's uh, <laughs> the Empire? The Empire killed Probably. his parents. Right, then, yeah. yeah. Probably. So, um, Wilro Hood. Was you know when in Empire Strikes Back? Remember that one? Yeah. It's it's not a book. It's a movie. One. Yeah. Right. He might not have seen it yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't ever have the original trilogy on planes. No, they don't. So yeah. he might not have seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> I saw it on a train. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, what about that movie? Where are you seeing the movie? Which background scenes am I supposed to be looking in my tiny little screen for? Okay, so on on Cloud City, yeah, when yeah. the Empire's there, and remember Lando Carizian gets on the mic, yeah, yeah. and he goes, hey, he does the Empire's here, yeah, yeah. everyone he should go. He does a quick 10-minute set, yeah, yeah. What's the deal with Ugnaughts, <laughs> yeah. all right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So he says, you know, you guys should evacuate, and they just show people running around. Yeah. And there's a uh, African American guy running in an orange jumpsuit. Well, not African American, an alien black guy. It's <laughs> not <though>. technical. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. Sorry, continue. Yeah, like, but the, the, the yeah the black guy was running. Yeah. There's an alien black guy. <laughs> In an orange jumpsuit, running. Carrying an ice cream maker. Yeah. <laughs> what? So, <laughs> the, the thing is, like, so this is what happened. They didn't bring out any Star Wars films for like 15 years or something. Yeah. So we only had those films to watch. So people just started <laughs> watching them and just looking in the like. They just wouldn't watch the front. They just see what's happening in the background. And they saw this dude, and it's like, oh man, this guy looks like he's running past with an ice cream maker. He's well, he's carrying something very important. What yeah. is it? What is it? He's carrying. <laughs> and so people are going, oh, it looks like an ice cream maker. And then people like look at it closer, and it's like, no, he actually <laughs> just has an ice cream maker <laughs> from like 1978. Like this ice cream maker. And so people love the fact that he was the ice cream That's man. Awesome. <laughs> and That's like awesome. the Empire's here and he's like, oh, I need my freedom and my ice cream. That's awesome. And I'm getting out of here. Because what's awesome. the point of living if you don't have ice cream? Well, he right. hadn't finished making it yet. Is my like he was ah. sitting down for a tasty treat and he's like, well, God damn it. I, I'm still going to have my ice cream. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I'm going to die, I'm going to die with my belly full. <laughs> I'm gonna know if I'm gonna die. It's gonna be an ice cream headache. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've asked me this before, but my favorite background character is the guy with the two things coming out of his head. He's selling death sticks. That guy, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we did the podcast with him. Yeah, yeah. He was awesome to meet him. He was also Mouse in the Matrix, and he, um, he, he, his character was a a med student who fell to the underworld. So he had his own light side and dark side of the. Force, well, not the force, but yeah. Well, Pete, what's his name? Elon Musk. That's right, Elon Musk. <laughs> his name was Elon Musk. <laughs> it was Elon. It was something like Elon Bad Guy or something. Yeah, Sleaze Bag. It's the worst <laughs> fucking name. That is a, that is a classic George Lucas name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this guy is a Sleaze Bag. <laughs> <laughs> sleaze Bag in the Star Wars universe is also a compliment. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, Death sticks. You gotta watch out for them, man. Yeah, that shit is addictive as fuck. <laughs> it's a real death stick epidemic in the middle of uh, the Star Wars galaxy, which we need to put a stop to. Is what the Emperor would say when he's trying to make the Star Wars galaxy great again. It's he would allude to the death, death, death stick uh, crisis. I'm trying to make a opioid crisis joke, but it's not. It's not working out because opioid crisis isn't funny either. So it's actually very sad. Yeah, yeah. What is the death stick capital of Star Wars? Like, where's the, where will you go? Where you go? Like Huntington, Huntington, West Virginia is the heroin capital of America. I think that's just, just say that's lower not levels a levels of Coruscant. Yeah, the lower levels. Yeah, yeah lower, lower levels, levels of Coruscant. We'll need to or Corellia. Mm. I mean, Corellia establish some law and order down there. <laughs> you get some troops and then clean that shit out because that's that's not acceptable. <laughs> 
Ronnie's running for office with his hard on death sticks policy. <laughs> the war on death sticks. Yo, I would totally run for Congress if I was in Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hear there's an opening for a new Supreme Leader, so. Yeah, yeah true that. Oh, there's no die? Oh, wait, wait. We'll, we'll talk about that. Oh, later. oh, I thought we were already. We're nearing on one hour here. You don't want to talk about this Last Jedi? No, wait, wait, wait. wait. I feel like I'm boring everyone with my. With my, you know. Oh, thanks. Thank you. No, you're not boring everyone. They're very interested. It's just their tone that no. you're misreading. <laughs> yeah, this non-verbal tone is uh, very unwelcoming, i got to say. Talk about your path to working in Marvel. People like love to hear these stories and so they can replicate them and then take you out of the job. How, how does one become an editor at, at Marvel Comics? Uh, short story. Uh, I I wanted to, to work in comics, and so I literally how I met my boss was I tweeted at him. Uh, I was like, hey, I'm going to be at C2E2. Are you going to be at C2E2? Let's talk about making comics. I'd love to talk about making comics with you. And he was like, sure, yeah, let's sit down. Sat down, talked about making comics. I was like, cool, I want to do that. So I made a comic. <laughs> and then, I, uh, it yeah, I, I like... Put together a huge comic anthology. I got like uh, 50, 50 different creators from like, all over the world. Um, it was called Unlawful Good. Uh, at the time, it was one of the most successful Kickstarter comic campaigns um, that, that they had. And uh, New York Comic Con that following year, six months later, I ran back into Jordan White and was like, hey, I made this book. And he was like, cool. Do you want to move to New York ever? Was, is that a thing you'd want to do? And I was like, yeah, New York's all right. Uh, <laughs> Where were you living at the time? Uh, Detroit. Oh, cool. I'm from I'm from Michigan originally, and cool. um, but yeah, they they just happened to be hiring at that same time. And Jordan, it, it had just been announced that Jordan got the Star Wars Star Wars books under his name, and um, I've been a huge avid Star Wars fan my entire life. And uh, yeah, long story short, I I wanted to make comics. I made a comic. They saw I made a comic. And they were like, hey, do you want to make comics for us? And yeah. yeah. Do you want to turn pro? Yeah. Um, <laughs> on the way to that meeting, did you um, have to Google who Grand Admiral Thrawn was? No. Okay, well. Why don't you ask me how uh, I Jordan got actually didn't know who Thrawn was. Really? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry Jordan, if you, if you listen wow. to this. Wow, so uh, he yeah, should yeah, be working yeah. on the oh, Daily Show. Oh, ho, ho. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan. Didn't know who Thrawn was. Well, he's the greatest basketball player in the world also. <laughs> Had no idea who this guy is. And you're here giving me shit. Can you dunk? <laughs> A donut, yeah. Donut, yeah. <laughs> uh, why don't you ask me how I got started in Star Wars? How'd you get started in Star Wars, Ryan? I was sitting around at home. I was four years old, and the TV was on, and it was playing. I just looked up like that. And then I was like, oh, that's cool. And then that was how I got hooked. Yeah. All right. That story is why I didn't ask you. <laughs> <laughs> how long does this go for? I'm, that, that's a tone thing, by the way. That's, I'm, uh, that's a tone problem. I actually am curious. Just 5.30. 5.30? Okay, good. Just curious. Thank you. Just tone. Just tone. You're not just in a hurry? Not in a hurry. Okay. Having a great time. Just wanted to know what time it ended. Yeah. Okay. That's all. Yeah. This just is tone. A beautiful just tone. relationship. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love it. He gave me my first spot, uh, first comedy spot. That's why I know him. I know him from Melbourne, Australia. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, yeah. He gave me my first stand up comedy spot when I was starting out. So, what, well, what I was, was your. Technically third, but no. Sorry. 
You gave me my third spot. You gave me my third spot. And someone told me you actually didn't want me on. But anyway, don't worry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to Word of Mouth is normally the number one way that podcasts gain new listeners. You probably find out about this podcast because you saw a post somewhere on social media. If you are enjoying this episode and you want to help the podcast stay in production, please pod it forward. The new episode announcement is normally always tagged to the top of our Twitter and Facebook feeds. And if you can take a few seconds to retweet and vouch for this or any other Steel Wars episode on social media, I really appreciate it. And as thanks, I'll keep making it. Also, if you're on iTunes, it really helps us on the rankings and to get new listeners if you drop us a sweet five-star review and vouch to potential new listeners that we're doing good stuff. And hey, it makes me, your little podcast creator, feel warm inside. Thanks so much. What are you asking? About Thrawn. Anyway, about Thrawn. Come on, more questions about goddamn. <laughs> what skincare product does he use? What, what's his favorite brand of soap? <laughs> Move on from the Tron thing. Come on. What was your comic book about that you made? Uh, it's uh, Anthology of Crime. It's called Unlawful Good and Anthology of Crime. It's uh, 17 short stories that are genres from sci-fi to fantasy to historical. Just just what what does crime mean? Like, what does crime mean to you? Because what's a crime in America is not the same thing as a crime in the Middle East is not the same thing as crime in a apocalyptic dystopian future. Ah, okay. Um, yeah. And, um, and so you did a crowdfunding. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you feel about crowdfunding projects, Ronnie? Oh, it's the best. It's a real s- sign of competency. <laughs> In what way? When you have to beg for money, it means you're really good at your job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. I'm just joking, guys. Relax. Calm down. <laughs> Jesus. Um, no, it's fine. You gotta do what you gotta do to get it to you know get get your project. I understand. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Really listen to <laughs> He didn't fund our projects. <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> no, no, it's I'm good. It's important to also like deliver on the thing, right? Like when you, so yeah, crowdfunding is good. It's a, it's a nice way to leverage the power of the internet and community to uh, get your dreams done. Are, are you gonna like tonight as as you're falling asleep, just like that warm glow of like Ronnie understands? <laughs> can I? I, can can I want, actually, Every com- night, as a yeah. comic book professional, I'm like. Everyone else in this room, your actual professional in comic books. What do you feel about Watchmen like being remade with without Alan Moore's kind of consent? It feels dirty. It feels dirty. I don't like it. Right. I don't know. So that's your professional that's just opinion. My, that's my professional opinion. Right, right. That's interesting. That Star Wars lends itself so easily to you know such so many expanded stories, but certain stories we just want it to stop. <laughs> we just wanted to stop. Uh, Heather, one of the very interesting parts of your job that I thought was really cool is that you write the crawl yeah. for each of the comics. How do you like? Do you like put on the music to get into the mood? <laughs> like, because I was I was saying to Jordan the other day, like when they they did number one, sort of did four pages of like a long time ago, mm-hmm. going far, far, far away, and then it like. Had the the big Star Wars yeah, logo the and then did the crawl. Yeah. Like I remember looking through it and 
the music was like instantly in my head. What, what sort of mindset do you have to get into to write a crawl? <laughs> the first, the first one I wrote, I was seriously intimidated by because like the the crawl like one hundred percent sets the tone for the film, you know. Um, oh, and I have to say, in my head, you're typing it like in that font. Like, <laughs> you know how you get those, like, I generators? <laughs> That's what you should do. No, it's, it's, I, I write them all in a notebook. I have them all written in, in, in a notebook. Fake fan. I know. It's true. Do you have to, like, like type, like, space out the words? You know what I mean? Like, d- is there, like, a certain... Well, our letter does that. But I have it down to, like, roughly, my max is 150 words. I try and keep right. it keep right. it. And um, you know that that will words. make the yeah, crawl. Yeah, that, that'll fit. How, how, many, how many times did you have to experiment before you knew how many words would make that crawl? I just, uh, I don't, I really don't know. I think I just found one that like looked the best and then I just did a word count and like saw right. how many words and it was like around 150 and I was like, that's it. And that's so. a, that's a copyrighted font, right? Yeah. That font, the crawl font, is that copyrighted? Thanks. I don't know. I don't yeah, know what no font they use. How do you get permission to use the music at the start of your podcast? Some things we just don't touch. Don't talk on. about. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Star Wars music. Paul Dempsey plays it. So oh, so it's a like reproduction though of uh, existing yeah. work. So it's technically okay. anyway. No, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> no. It's just chill cool, on, the, chill. on the legal <laughs> questions. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So when you like see a new Star Wars film, you go see the Last Jedi, and the crawl's coming up. You're like, yeah, I wouldn't have gone that way. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did that with the Last Jedi crawl. <laughs> I was like, huh. That was an interesting choice. I saw that tweet to Ryan Johnson. Call that oh, a yes. crawl? Yeah. Yes. More um. of a limp. <laughs> Did he reply? He didn't. Oh. Not all the things I say are true. Oh, okay. Okay. But that one was. You actually did? No. To him? What? All right. All right, cool. Are we going to give the people what they want now? Oh, you want to do the, the quiz? last yet? No, no, whatever. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you were No, no, this is great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, think we're really on smooth sailing right now. Yeah. I think I we're, you were all done talking about the crawl. <laughs> you want you want to spoil the movie for me? I'd love to spoil yeah, the movie. Let's for do it. Yeah. Okay. I think he wants the movie spoiled for yeah, him. I do. I actually do want to. I want to know what happened. I want to know what happened in the thing. I want to know what happened in the Last Jedi. I haven't watched it yet. Everyone's complaining about it. Okay. Um, to get you in the mood. Yeah. Do you want someone to bring you like a little can of Coke and and like a bad snack? Oh, for the. Do you need to get thing? in position? Yeah. No, no. This is pretty much my position uh, on planes as uncomfortable as possible. So, so okay. you lied to us. Yeah. What premium economy is uncomfortable? <laughs> and it's just less uncomfortable than economy. That's yeah. And much like a plane, we don't want you to get up. Okay. <laughs> stay seated. All right. All right. So, I'll explain stuff and just see if you can work out what happens. Right. Okay. So the opening scene. Shows Poe Dameron. You know who that is? Yeah. Okay. And the droid BB-8, they're flying over... Sorry, the wait. The Poe's the white guy, right? <laughs> the black guy. Okay, go, go. No, no. Poe... What? Poe's Oscar Isaac, the X-Wing pilot. Yeah, he's the white guy. I said the white guy. Then he was like, no. He's the white guy, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, Latino. Sorry. I mean, it's relative to the... Yeah, I got it. No, my, my bad. You're, you're right. I apologize. Latino. It's <laughs> <laughs> Latino. I love Oscar Isaac. One of the most unique heckles at a comedy gig ever. <laughs> Excellent the work. The white alien. <laughs> He's a white alien. <laughs> what would you do? You're it's going white, on. You're white going alien on. Supremacy. You're going on at the comedy cellar. Chris yeah. Rock's been on. You just come on, and someone heckles with white alien. <laughs> Where do you take it? Well, I'd be like, um, I guess uh, you, you've got you, you know you're identifying the wrong comic. He just know. shouts back, Latino alien. <laughs> <and then laughs> 
EU. <laughs> All right. So the opening scene shows Poe Dameron and the droid BB-8. They're flying over the First Order's Dreadnought, which is a giant battleship, right? As General Hux, uh, you remember General Hux? Uh, yeah. The little whiny um, First Order guy? He yeah. orders his men to fire upon Poe Dameron and the Resistance base. Now, what happens next, Ronnie? Does Poe <laughs> send a proton torpedo into the giant ship, get caught in a tractor beam... Or make a prank call. Wait, is Poe on the planet? Or He's he in the X-Wing. Flying He's in around. the X-Wing flying around. Flying around mm. the Dreadnought. Okay, who's the robot with him? BB-8. BB-8? Okay, cool. So it's, it's obviously B. Get caught in a tractor beam? Yeah. No, he makes a prank call. He makes a prank call for yeah. real? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> why, why, does, why do people hate this movie? That's fucking awesome. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. No. Oh, it just goes downhill? <laughs> Who does he prank? Hux. Oh. And instead of calling him Hux, he calls him Hugs. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> I, I have to say, when you realize he actually did make a prank call, that was the happiest I've ever seen you in your life. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you showed true joy. Yeah, but like I said, you, I usually sh- I'm very joyful all the time. It's just, yeah. <laughs> uh, so... Okay, and then he makes a prank call like on purpose or accident. No, like, no, no, on, on purpose. Oh, he goes like purpose I'm, I'm plan. Oh man, that's lame. All right. <laughs> no, it's good because he 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 makes a prank call to buy him time because he's waiting for his um, X-wing to power up with this special boost thing. Not into that one. Uh, I'm a bit like your your life or death situation. Let's you know focus on the task at hand here. But um, anyway, <laughs> that's just me. That's how I would fly an X-wing. Also, presumably, the other guy is in the middle of a battle, right? He's, like, dodging No, stuff. the battle's yeah. about to start. It's like a face-off before okay. the battle. Okay. All right? Okay. Okay. The other fighters, they head in for the attack. Poe orders a fighter, Paige, to drop her payload from her bomber is onto the Dreadnought. Right, yep. So Paige is in the resistance as well. Okay. All right. The fighters take heavy hits as Paige's ship's bomber, the person in charge of dropping the bombs, is knocked out, right? So everyone else is, like, dead on her ship. Yeah. How many times have you watched this movie, by the way? Four. Oh, wow. With mere moments before the Forced Order destroys the Resistance, Paige is able to dramatically find the remote control that releases the bombs, uses the Force to release the bombs... Or dive the ship into the dreadnought herself, saying, Snoke, I'll see you in hell. Well, I was going to say see for sure, but the, the, the tell here is a bit... The audience tell is a bit... Um, uh, I, well, I thought it would be C. I thought she'd, she'd drive that thing in like uh, Independence Day. But uh, <laughs> she definitely didn't use the force because she doesn't have the force. So it must be A then. She dramatically finds the remote control. Is that right? Drops the bombs. Yes. Oh, there you go. Yeah. How do you know she doesn't have the force? Because I... Because she's a woman, isn't it, Ronnie? (laughs) What? No, because I don't remember her face in the the Wikipedia page for force users. I don't remember her page, yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) That's why he doesn't know Thrawn. Thrawn doesn't have the force. Uh, Okay. All right. Also, what the fuck? So that guy... Wait, so the... Uh, don't worry about it. Just keep going. What color is Paige's face? She's Asian. 
Oh, she's Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no, Kelly she's Ke- Marie Tran. No, no, no. She's Kelly Marie Tran's sister oh, in the movie. Bleh. No, I'm just joking. Uh, great, great for her. Okay, great. Yeah. She survives. Nah. Oh no, but she survives that first encounter. No, nah, she she oh. dies. Yeah. It's Fuck. a bummer. It's a bummer. God damn. God damn. All right. Aboard the First Order ship, a hologram of Snoke reprimands Hux for failing to stop the evacuation. Kylo Ren enters the meeting. Snoke notes that in spite of Kylo killing his father Han Solo, he may still turn to the light side of the Force. Although Kylo protests, Snoke doesn't have faith in him. On his way down the elevator, Kylo cries when the spirit of Han Solo appears... Smashes his helmet to pieces in a rage of Ronnie Chang's style anger management, or calls upon the spirit of Darth Vader for strength. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, is Kylo Ren the guy from Girls? Yes. Okay. Uh, was he also in Lincoln as the engineer? Okay, no, I know. Yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about here. Uh, he, I guess he gets mad and smashes his helmet. I don't know. I get, yeah. Is that what? He's that like, is right. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, how many of these do you have? A couple. Okay. Okay. You got to go. No, no. I'm, I'm having a good time. I'm, I'm, I, I really want to know what happened in the movie. Okay. I'd rather someone just tell me at this point, like, who the fuck is Snoke and what the fuck is that and why? So is there a kid? Like, what? Who is the woman? Who's the woman in the Ray? Ray is Ray. Mark Hamilton's son, that daughter. <laughs> There's no answers. No one has any answers. It's all just questions. I can't wait for you to see the film and for your tweet. Just like I can't believe they didn't say if Ray was Mark Hamilton's son. <laughs> yeah, Hamilton. It's the best. Yeah, it's the best musical of all time. All right. Meanwhile, former stormtrooper Finn, John Boyega... Yeah, I know that guy. Okay. Wakes up from his coma, from his lightsaber battle with Kylo Ren. Remember from the end of... Oh, he's still out? Yeah, he's still out. What a weak person. Well, it's the the next day. Yeah. Oh, it's just the next day? It's still pretty weak. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. When he wakes up, is he met with Princess Leia awarding him a medal, which he rejects? A kiss from Ray, which he rejects. <laughs> or BB-8 wondering why he's naked. Oh. Um, who's Hux? <laughs> That's not in this question. I know, I know, but who is Hux from the... F- I thought Hux... Donald Gleeson. I thought Hux he's was a guy, guy. He's the guy in um, The Force Awakens that does that speech, just like, The First Order is here to take over everyone! Yeah, that, that and I'm <laughs> really worked up! That that rings a bell. Yeah, he's like the white you. Okay. <laughs> you mean white alien me? Uh, so. So this guy got knocked out, and then oh, but uh, did, you, did you know I did a uh, just for last gala with uh, Princess Leia, Carrie Fisher. Yeah, Carrie Fisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah True cool. fan. True yeah. fan. Uh, I guess. Well, I don't think it's Leia. It will be BB-8. If I if going by Star Wars comedy like vibes, I think it's it, the the writers have made a choice for BB-8. You don't need to watch this movie. Oh yeah, I got it. You got another one right. Yeah, yeah, dude, it's I'm good, good, man. What can I say? I got the force. All right, what about this one? I see the Matrix. So then they cr- the wrong reference. Sorry. They cross 
to Luke Skywalker. Remember the end of The Force Awakens when Ray walks up the, the hill and, yes. and goes to hand... In Scotland, yeah. Yeah. Scarlet? Oh, Scotland. Yeah. God, you know the most bizarre, obscure things yeah, about these films. It's weird. But yet it's, just, it's just all puzzles, pieces. I'm trying to piece it together, but yeah, it okay. never comes together. Very interesting. Okay. No. So, okay, whatever. Same thing. <laughs> Goddamn know-it-alls. Yeah. <laughs> It was Ireland. It was it's Ireland. Alien Ireland. <laughs> it's Alien Ireland. <laughs> Which is called Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, he goes up and then Luke Skywalker is in his bathrobe. Yeah, and then All right. So yeah. he goes he goes to hand she yeah. goes to hand Luke Skywalker the lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. And he's All right. like, don't give me that shit. Alright. Upon yeah. getting the lightsaber, yeah. does Luke Skywalker ignite it and say, Do or do not, there is no try? Calling back to the great Yoda scene. Whispers daughter and hugs her. Or throws the lightsaber off over his shoulder and walks off. I feel like we see, right? Wow! People got really mad about that. I can believe that, yeah. Because people are sensitive. (laughs) It's a movie. It's a a story people are trying to tell. What happened then, after that? You tell us. But why? Okay, so he threw it over his shoulder, but why? we don't know why. Maybe he, maybe he's, I don't know, maybe he doesn't like being handed things. I don't know, maybe he's like, yeah. Maybe he's like, I'll, I'll, maybe, he's, maybe, th- maybe he threw it into his storage rock. Like he used the force to like, yeah, thanks a lot. He threw it and then he used the force to put it away neatly on the shelf. You don't know what happened. Is that what happened? Maybe he's scared that Ray's cat had sat on it. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to touch that toxoplasmosis thing. Yeah, give me it. <laughs> I got disinfected first. By the way, they really should be disinfecting more lightsabers. In the you, you, you know, with all that st- stuff that's on it, it's cutting through people. It's disgusting. It's very unhygienic. Um, yeah. So why did he throw that? I, I got another question. I really want to know why he. What, what's the deal now? He doesn't like being a Jedi now. Yeah. He. So he thinks that everything the Jedi have done. Yeah. Have led to bad stuff for the galaxy. It's true. In what way, Ronnie? Yeah, well, first three movies, they kept interfering and it fucked everything up. They had a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. They created a self-fulfilling prophecy that destroyed the universe or the galaxy or them, themselves or whatever it was. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> when they had the Jesus kid, it was like, Jesus kid is coming and then he'll balance the force and then they went looking for the Jesus, the, 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 the midichlorian dude and then that guy like killed all of them. And then it plunged the galaxy into like what? How many decades? Like two two years of strife? How long was it? Yeah, like two months of strife was it? <laughs> they, they, they shut down the government. They had a gov- They shut down. They shut down the government because they couldn't get consensus in the Congress. Yeah, and then they, so yeah, I, I can get behind that. Mark, if Mark Hamill, yeah, if Mark Hamill feels that way, yeah, then. Who, who are we to judge? This guy's the last Jedi. He knows what he's talking about. What, what the hell do we know? There's no other Jedi left. He knows what they did. No one was around. There's R2-D2. That's the only one. You can ask him what R2-D2 thinks if he agrees. R2-D2 is the only one who can, who can agree or disagree with what Luke Skywalker said. No one else knows. <laughs> you know how R2-D2 knows everything? Uh, I, I, he's not omniscient. He's no, but he knows all the backstory. He knows a lot of history, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think about it in um, Empire Strikes Back, you know yeah. how Princess Leia and Luke Skywalker kiss? Yeah. Yeah, R2-D2 is just sitting there like going, Ugh. I know. He didn't say anything. He's goddamn pervert. He probably, uh, yeah, he probably live-streamed that to Instagram, the fucking dick, yeah. Like I was live-streaming that thing to the, what do you call the 3D thing with the... Holonet? Yeah, uh, live-streaming to Holomats everywhere, yeah. 
If R2, R2D2 should have his own podcast, the you know, stories that guy would tell, it's out of control, yeah. Yeah. Beep, 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 yeah, okay. I, I'm picturing you now on the plane, just at that bit, just going, yeah, that's right, end it, end it. <laughs> end it. Um, all right, so then there's a, a battle with Kylo Ren attacking the Resistance, right? Mm-hmm. In space. Mm-hmm. Kylo Ren is, um, shoots, goes to shoot the ship, but doesn't, because he realises Princess Leia is on the ship. His, His mom. mom. His yeah. mom, yeah, yeah. But the two TIE fighters yeah. um, next to him... Wait, they, TIE is in TIE, or TIE, like Asian TIE, or like TIE fighters? That we, it's very confusing. we got to keep track of the fucking races in this thing. Okay, that's okay, good. Yeah, that's okay. fair enough. Okay, yeah. two non-Asian TIE spaceships yeah, yeah. fly through. Yeah. They're not alien Asian or right, normal right. Asian. They're, right. they're twin ion engine powered Yeah, no part TIE. Well, we, yeah, don't no, know. Yeah. we don't know who the pilots were. We don't want to assume. Okay, sorry, yeah. That's you make a good point. <laughs> Where you, you are leaving, I love it how you leave these little envelopes to make comic books. It's just like that's good. That's good. And so the Tie Fighters yeah. blow up the deck, killing a lot of the leadership, sending Princess Leia out into space. Oh shit! What happens next? Right? Yeah. She's rescued by Lando Carizian, who cradles her in his cape. Leia pulls herself back to the ship using the force, but then goes unconscious. Or she's shown floating past Kylo's ship as he smiles. Oh, shit. See, for sure. She floats through space back into the ship and then is unconscious. Oh, uses the force? Yeah. Oh. What do you think about that? That's okay. Okay. <laughs> she should She should use the force. She's so goddamn... Yeah. Wait, why... Why is she use the? F- what, is this a con- controversy? Oh yes. Why use the fucking? She's the son of the Jesus thing, and then wait, she's the daughter. She's the daughter of the Jesus guy. Wait, wait, is she the daughter of the Jesus guy? Yeah, she's the daughter of the Jesus dude. So he, sh- she should have the Jesus power as well. And she's never used it, and she could theoretically be the strongest one in the universe because she's in, in intact. Where's uh, the, what's his face? Darth Vader got cut off. He got yeah. a, like 80% of his effectiveness reduced. Yeah. According to Wikipedia, because of his loss of limbs and his skin damage. That was my favorite thing in church. Like John 3.16. And yeah. Jesus did float through space. Yeah. Use the force. Of course you should. You should be one of the strongest force users in the universe. If we go by, yeah. Yeah. No, dude, you need to get on Reddit. She needs to be, she should be at least as strong as Mark Hamilton. Yeah. I love how I can like win and lose the audience at the same time. This is roller coaster ride of just fuck you, Ronnie. It's like, yeah, okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what about this one? Um, so Luke Skywalker doesn't want to. She should have a lightsaber. So she a lightsaber? No, no, no. She should get a lightsaber. She uses one in our comics. Yeah. Wait, the EU or in the in, 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 in the, the your yeah. thing? Okay, great. Yeah, use it, dude. Everyone uses a lightsaber in your comics. No. They do. Just the ones that matter. Stormtrooper? Yeah. Alright, alright. Yo, lightsabers, don't be so elitist with that shit, yeah. right? No, we got we got Finn using one. Anyone can pick up it it's it, everyone can pick that shit up and just use that shit, alright? All right. So when you do comedy you just like hand the mic to anyone in the <laughs> <audience>? <laughs> No. 
<laughs> but Finn defeated the guy from Girls. So, so when that happens, now we know that, you know, that's yeah. the level you can be at to use a lightsaber. Okay, I'm not sure you remember the end of the film that well. Yeah, the guy picks up the lightsaber and he fends off the guy from Girls, and then, and then, and then the girl from the shake waits it. He shake. It's a. It's a it, he picks up a shake weight, and then he's like, "Fuck that!" And he picks up the lightsaber. Yeah, same thing. And he disinfects it, and then he fucking goes for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now. We're getting close to the end of the podcast, so okay, I, don't, I, don't want, I don't want to ruin the end of no, the No, no, please, let's you. continue. All right, I can't do any more, but it's gonna, we'll, we'll go too over time. But, what? Um, yeah. That's why I wanted to do start this earlier. I wanted to find out more about the movie. Now, how, how am I supposed to know what happens at the end of The Last Jedi? Dude, go, we'll you crowd, watch it. Yeah, we'll crowdfund a plane ticket for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to LA next week. Can I watch it on the plane? Uh, 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 can I read the Wikipedia page for this? I'm so curious. You can do whatever you want. Oh, no great. one's stopping right, you. Okay. Mm. What's a better read? Wik- Wikipedia or Wikipedia for this? Movie? Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Okay. Stay on brand. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's more fun. Too many ads. The ads, the Wikia ads. Oh, God damn. It's pissing me off so much. The, is hyperspace still working? Hyperspace.net? What's the one with the. I know force.net, and then there's another one, hyper. What was it? What do you call it when, when you go fast in Star Wars? Yeah, hyperspace. Yeah, hyperspace. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if there's a hyperspace dot. I don't know. Really? Yeah, I, I, I don't. Oh, man, I was an OG fan then, back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> I remember going for a dial-up modem to hyperspace. On, anyway, yeah. cool. Okay. Yeah, someone knows what I'm talking about. Okay. You're an OG fan, yeah. but Star Wars started before the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Um, we can do one more. We can do one more. Do one more. I want to I know more about the movie. Why, why is this so controversial? All right, you might like this one. Okay, so um, Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah. Represent. Okay. She, Finn decides he's going to escape. He's going to run off, right? And he goes to an escape pod. And Kelly Marie Tran is there mourning her... With Finn's the Guanamara. I'm kidding. All right, relax. <laughs> She's there crying about her lost daughter. I mean, lost sister. <laughs> She's upset about her daughter as well <laughs> that she didn't even know existed. Comic book idea, Heather. Rejected. Okay. God. Get Pablo on the phone. <laughs> so she's there crying and she sees Finn going to get into the escape pod. Realising, and she's a huge fan of Finn as he's like a resistance hero in her mind. When she sees him, does she zap him with her taser when she realises he's trying to escape? shoots him as he escapes or writes an unflattering review of him on Space Yelp. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, these fucking bloggers. Uh, so I, I'm going to go taser. That's so specific. They wouldn't have tasers in space. It must be he, She must have shot him. Taser, bro. Taser? Yeah. What did he call it, though? They didn't just call it... What would you call what she had? Space taser. Space taser. Yeah, yeah. Space taser. Thank you. Baser. But there's so much more of the movie, so I can't... Yeah, yeah, we, don't go, we can't go through it. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yeah. What do you want to happen at the end of the film? I want to know who the fuck Snow is. Then I want to know... And, and then I want to know who the fuck... Uh, Ray? Who Ray is, yeah. Okay. Who's R- Ray? Ray's Daisy Ridley. Okay. Snow is Andy Serkis. Wait, what other movie was Daisy Ridley in? Uh, she was just in... Uh, oh, gosh. The Orient Express? Yeah, Murder Kay. on the Orient Express. So she's the girl from the Orient Express. Mm-hmm. And then... Snoke is the guy from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Okay. Then, who the fuck are they? 
<laughs> it's the question. Star Wars yeah, but who is so what? Why? What's Watch up the with, movie. What's what's his okay? What, what's up with his face? First of all, what is up with Snoke's face? That shit is. You don't ask that. Yeah. He's very sensitive. Yo, figure that stuff out, okay? Because <laughs> we got we can travel faster than light, but we gotta fix this guy's face, okay? That's first of all. <laughs> That's first of all. Number one, fix your face. Two. <laughs> Who, so what is he Luke's daughter? Is that Luke is Ray's Luke's daughter or Snoke is Luke's daughter. Oh really? You know, see that is EU level. Like <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, you d you you don't find out anything about Snoke. Damn it. That doesn't make any sense though. What is this? What I who I why? What? What is who? Maybe maybe they can write a comic book about it. And it's tell true. you. It's true. He looks like a guy who, when Darth Vader's mask was burning, he went, oh, let me try this on. And then he, yeah. <laughs> like. Let's <laughs> hear for Ronnie Chang! <laughs> Heather Antos! <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't get to spoil the whole film for you. No, I'll read Wikipedia about it. It's be fun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ronnie. Hey, thanks for putting up with me. I appreciate you guys. Thanks so for church. coming down. Thanks for having me on your podcast. You're the best. Uh, fan. Thank you, everyone listening, for uh, your patience and my uh, ignorance of this stuff. <laughs> I'm trying my best up here. Where, where can the good people on the internet track you down? It, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. It's fine, yeah. Thanks. So you prefer it if anyone that listens to this podcast, they just... I'm like they, Snoke, they, man. I'm Snoke. There's no... I, yeah. No one knows where I came from. No one knows who I am. My face is messed up. Yeah, I just. <laughs> Does Snoke have the force? Yeah, he's got mad force. He's got force? Mm. Then fuck. Is he Darth Maul? What, who is he? <laughs> who is he? What is this? I'll, I'll tell you after the show. Yeah. Oh, you know? Oh, fuck yeah. Inside <laughs> world, yeah. Tweet that shit out immediately. <laughs> what sort of idiot looks at Snoke and go, that's Darth Maul? <laughs> Yo. This one. Yeah. <laughs> You don't know what that is. It so you think anything. the big scar is where he ripped out his horns? Yeah. You don't know what happened in between. You don't know what you don't know what he was or what what color his face was. You don't really. Yeah, you really don't. <laughs> these white aliens. Yeah, these space aliens. White are, they, aliens. They're crazy. They're crazy. They're like mood rings. They just change color. <laughs> uh, Heather, thank you so much for coming down Yay. and doing the pod. <laughs> How can people follow your adventures on Twitter? Or no. on the internet. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I'm just Heather Antos on Twitter. It's pretty easy. Nice. Yeah. He's Ronnie Chang on, on Twitter, so. I never get any traction from this. <laughs> it's just well, nice that people might just want to... No, no, I appreciate Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thanks and, for um, listening to me, man. Yeah. Thanks. Th thank you, everybody. And thank I would like to say, everyone, at Ronnie Chang, when you are listening to this podcast, <laughs> let him know by saying, I can't believe you don't know who Grand Admiral Thrawn is. Send him Thrawn fan art. Uh, give me your address. I'm going to send you some comics, man. Some comics? <laughs> I'll send you oh, some comics. I love that. See? Ignorance is rewarded. You won't give me any of that shit if I knew what I was talking well, about. Well, then yeah, there's yeah. a quiz. Yeah. <laughs> After I have to yeah, give them back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm great with exams. Look at the color of my face. That is a good life lesson. <laughs> that is a good life lesson of this podcast. Ignorance is rewarded. It's, it's, it's true. <laughs> that is the, the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> kind of is. Um, <laughs> um, 
Thank you guys so much. There's t-shirts at the back and the airline said that if I brought that much stuff the other way, they are going to charge me for excess baggage. So uh, help a brother out and grab a tea. We'll be upstairs uh, having a drink. So uh, stick around. We'll have to catch up with everyone and say, hey, it, it's so cool that you came to see the show. I really appreciate it. Thank our guests one more time. It's <laughs> great. And may that force be with you. Thanks, you guys. Yay! Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to what was obviously a hilariously fun live episode of Steel Wars to make with my buddies Heather Antos and Ronnie Chang. Thank you so much to everyone that came down to Union Hall. Thanks to Union Hall. Oh my God. They run a tight ship. I loved working with those guys. Great place to hang out. Great place to see David Cross the Thursday night before my show, which I thought was so, like, amusingly funny that David Cross is, like, a stand-up that I've loved for 15 years. And he's telling jokes on the same stage that we are yelling about the EU. It's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. David Cross, of course, you guys that maybe probably best known for uh, Arrested Development. Tobias, you guys. Tobias, but an amazing stand-up comedian. All right. Thank you. Thanks to everyone that came. Um, people hung out afterwards. I think we, we ended up staying for about four hours afterwards, and it was the best. Jackie actually said, oh, my God, the people that listen to your show are so cool and nice, and I so appreciate that. And if you want to come hang out at a future gig, tickets are on sale for our Melbourne International Comedy Festival run, which will only be three shows over the Easter weekend. That's all I could squeeze into the schedule. And uh, a little bit smaller rooms than normal and because there's less shows. So get in quick and you can get a season pass if you want to come to all three or a eight season pass if you want to come to my other podcast as well. I love Green Guide Letters. And I just recorded a new episode of that also in New York, which is super funny and probably will be online by the time you listen to this. Unless you listen to this straight away, then you beat me. You happy? You beat me. But... If you give it a couple days, it will be up. I love Green Guide Letters. We make fun of complaint letters to the TV Guide in Australia, but most of all, we just try and make each other laugh. And hopefully, you will laugh as well. That got very weird towards the end. <laughs> Laughing's fun, isn't it, guys? Anyway, we'll also be announcing another show at uh, Scum and Villainy in Hollywood very soon. And what else have we got coming up? I think we'll be back in New York for New York Comic Con. So that's in a little while. We'll also be doing a live show at San Diego Comic Con. Oh, that's the other thing. People, which is super cool, they tweet me to say, you know, come do a live show in my town. Come to Chicago. Come to Albuquerque. Come to Japan. Oh, my God. Please. Please. Someone get me to Japan. But um, that is awesome. And I appreciate that. But the like one really good way to get me there is to just retweet the episode announcements. Then I assume people that live in your area will be looking at your Twitter feed that follow you. They might get into the podcast and then we'll have more audience 
people that you're friends with that can go to the show and then I can afford to come to the podcast. So there's another benefit to potting it forward. So if you haven't been already, uh, follow us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. It is at Steel Wars and all those things. And if you just get one extra person to listen, that, um, that live show in your area might be a lot closer to reality than, uh, than you think. And that's the thing. If everyone gets one new person to listen, double the audience. You can't argue with that math, you guys. And I really appreciate it. And it actually does help because I ask people how they find out about the show. And quite often it's me on another show, someone that's been on my show mentioning they're on the show, or just simply a retweeted tweet about someone enjoying the podcast. And last week's episode got such a good response, better than average. There's... If you can get 5% of the people that listen to react to your podcast, apparently that's really good. Isn't that strange that you only hear from 5% of the people that listen? So um, don't be one of those. Be one of the 5% or make it up. Bring up the numbers. We've also got the uh, the Listener Safe Haven on Facebook, which is a really cool Facebook group where um, people can talk about Star Wars in a sane and polite way. And uh, it is where I like to go and chat about new happenings, news reports. People are always posting stuff. It is the Steel Wars Listener, Star Wars Safe Haven. And you can get a link to that on our Facebook page or on steelwars.com. Make sure you answer the questions. Otherwise, I think that you are just some sort of spam posting person and I delete them. There's three very basic questions when you click join that um, you have to answer. So I know you are a human. We only want humans. I know it, it doesn't sound good on paper, but they're the only people we want in that group at this time. And cats. We, we can have cats as well, you guys. We can have cats as well. Well, um, that's about it. If you want more Star Wars podcasting, um, check out the Making Star Wars Podcast Network. I'll be back on Star Wars, making Star Wars, not Star Wars, making Star Wars. Now this is podcasting next Monday after a two-year break, a two-month break, no, a two-week break. (laughs) Oh, Recording these outros, guys. I don't know. Pot it forward. Uh, help us uh, solidify those numbers. The numbers have been really good over uh, the last couple months. And uh, all the retweets really help. Getting on iTunes, writing a sweet five-star review, that really helps as well. Um, if you want to hear more Heather Antos, actually, she's on this week's uh, Star Wars Minute with Jordan, who's also from Marvel Comics. And Jordan from Marvel Comics will be on our podcast next week, talking a bit more nitty-gritty into uh, comic creation and a lot about the prequels for some reason. We really got into those prequels. But um, without the live audience, we were able to um, get down to a bit more business. But um, fun is good too. Thank you guys so much. I uh, so appreciate your support. And may that force be with you.
This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Also, for more Star Wars podcasting, check out the Making Star Wars Podcast Network at makingstarwars.net. Hey, you guys. If you've stuck along with the episode for this long, then we're obviously doing something right. So tell the world by going onto iTunes and leaving us a sweet five-star review. It bumps us up the rankings, vouches to other potential listeners that we're doing good stuff, and also makes your host feel warm inside. If you have a couple of seconds to spare to post one up, I'd really appreciate it, and I will see you on the next episode. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.